are listening to Bad Bitch Hysteria Radio. Hey, welcome to the sexy episode. Episode six of Popping Off Pink. I am one of your co-hosts, Chi Chi. I'm Junie Mars. Hey, it's Kimber. <laughs> we have to give a special shout out first to Junie. Congratulations! Oh, thank Tell you. Tell everybody about your latest achievement, <laughs> accomplishment. So I graduated from my uh, Speak to Inspire program. So I'm going to be continuing my speaking motivational speaking journey so you can follow me on my page this month i'm doing a 30 speeches live and 30 days challenge so you can join me every every day in the seven o'clock hour on instagram while you get ready you know what i mean get some inspiration yes Yes. follow her junie.mars and if you're lazy and don't get up (laughs) that early Catch the replay because yeah. she's doing it every day. Yeah. And, you know, this is a, a good time, I think, for you to be doing this because people kind of get sluggish. Yeah, it's during the winter it's cold, time. so. Yeah. Let Junie light you up. Put some pep in that step, honey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, I literally will wake up for work at, like, 6 in the morning and see Junie's live. And she's, like, rising before the yeah. sun. And I'm just like, girl, okay. Crust is still in my eye. And I'm like, but the energy and the light and everything you're saying is very inspiring. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's really important to me to be inspiring. It's 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 important for us to share our gifts with the world, right? Amen. Yep, yep. And I know your inspiration is real because, like, I'm generally, like, uninspired by inspiring people but like you make me almost squirm a little bit with how motivational you are and that's that's a compliment coming Mm -hmm. from me like damn like oh maybe i need to reevaluate my life (laughs) yeah (laughs) i really appreciate that thank you that means a lot to me and this woman to my right has been a busy bee i don't even know where to start let's start with last week (laughs) because I was oh in attendance, God. and we got a shout out. Dad hats and bow ties. Yes, our fellow podcast family, Dad hats and bow ties, yes. was in the building. Kimber was holding it down, per usual. Barely. And they were just very, just right out the gate, very entertaining, but also very funny. And I like the fact that, you know, that they tease each other, you know, when you have that type of relationship. It's only certain people I have that type of relationship with, but um, I thought that was cool. Yeah, it's a good thing that they're not, like, my best, best friends because we'd probably never speak again. Um, But shout out to Distinguish and XAB. Like, they're super rambunctious and super annoying. But nonetheless, we had an amazing live show over at a venue that shall not be named because they were (laughs) extremely obnoxious and extremely racist. Like, it's still on my spirit. Oh, my goodness. And they did a whole lot for nothing because, you know, their best dish was obviously wings and fries and their drinks were watered down. So fuck that place. (laughs) But we had an amazing show. So thank you so much for showing up. Um, Thanks for, you know... Whoever was there, whatever. Thanks for your support. 
all that jazz. It was real cute, and I had a good time. Shout, special shout out to Chad, the lifeguard. Yes. Oh my God, Chad. I'm so sorry. What I'm so to sorry. Chad? Oh. His name isn't Chad. That's, oh, the, that's, part, first that's the part that kills me. <laughs> like the host, Silva. Shout out to her. She was incredible. She was hilarious. And she dubbed like the only white guy in the crowd who happened to be with Chi Chi. She dubbed him Chad. Chad the lifeguard. Yes. And I was oh like, God, God damn it. And then sure enough, Distinguish and XAB come out and they're just like ripping on him like the whole time. And I just wanted to like dive off the side of the stage. Damn. I was like, you guys are so fucking annoying. Oh my God. It was a fun night. It was but fun. I also want to talk like Junie again, you can follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Junie.mars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Follow, follow this one at Kimber Can't Draw. Not that I want you to. But, but if you want to. I don't even me. know if you have a Twitter, Kimber. So I, don't. I just literally created your own hashtag, which is Real regular Ooh, with yes. Kimber. Yes. And if y'all have not been tuning in, because I know most of our audience listens to us, we do have a YouTube channel. And Kimber has been killing it with the reality. She's been taking one for the team because we said on the last episode, none of us watch television. Yes. So she has I've been torturing myself. and bravely gone where no popping off pink co-host has gone Ugh. and delved into reality TV. Knee deep in the shit. (laughs) Knee deep in the sewer. So awesome. Watching these reality shows. Waste of space. Waste of airtime. But doing it so you guys don't have to. And we can peer into the so-called lives of these reality show (laughs) stars. And the thing is, you're right. Like when you say so we don't have to. Because like when you were talking about how big little mama's hair was. Like I legit (laughs) like could imagine it even though I wasn't I was like oh this is so cool like I get the whole download yes. and I don't have to sit through it. right it's just yes. like you know meeting up with a friend for lunch and just finding out what's going on without actually having to be in the mix yourself because <laughs> if I didn't have to I probably would not waste my 45 minutes watching a lot of these shows man we need a big ass shout out for ourselves you know why no, why? I don't know if people think we be putting people up to tweets, but we fucking do not, okay? And there's this woman, I cannot remember her Twitter handle, I'm a tweeter after the show, but she's been, like, giving really great commentary on our show, and she recently was like, you know, you could tell she was catching up. Shout out to all the new listeners. Yes, yes. give a recap of episode five Hello. in a minute. She was like, yo, I'm listening to Baby Mother, because she listened to our show, and I don't even remember yes. what episode yes. that was. Yes. But like, Baby Mother needs all the endorsements in the world. She's working on Mother's Day 3, and I'm just so here for it. Like, she's become a part of my diet at this point. Yeah. You know, okay. she's awesome. I, it's really interesting because we all gave different, you know, up-and-coming picks and... You know, baby mother, she's like, I'm listening to her because I listened to y'all show. That made me feel really great. So shout out to you, Kimber. Shout out. And Junie's pick. (laughs) Oh, my God. Junie's pick. The universe is just lining us up. We we going to uh, LaKaylee 47's uh, launch party later tonight for her new album, Acrylic. Yep. Make sure you check that out. It's just cool watching the growth of the people that, you know, we've highlighted so far. Yeah, definitely. And we're not going to tell you who. We're going to highlight later. But but they're going to be highlighted. They're going to be Nonetheless. And we're going to watch that growth. Yep. That growth. new growth. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. New growth, no relaxer. Okay. Yeah. So if you are new, again, we love you. Shout out. But let's just give you a little recap what you missed last time. 
um, episode five. It's so cold, like it's really funny to me. So episode five was cuffing season, and we're really knee deep in cuffing season. Cause you know, as I was walking here, and the wind was just hitting my face. We're in NYC, by the way, if you're joining us from somewhere else. And I'm just like, this is real cuffing season. Like I'm not this type of person, but I know it's people walking around today. Cause today was the first really cold day. Really cold. And you, and they're like, damn, I need to get. Yeah, today to was rough, that man. I can like cuddle with. You know, it's people inspired literally by today's weather to go get somebody <laughs> to lay down next to them and cuddle with. Shout out to y'all. Y'all are trifling. Yeah, um, like why can't you just get a bottle of Henny or whatever your choice <laughs> and be done instead of the seasonal boo thing? Ugh. But the highlights from last time, we talked about. Oh, God, I just remembered. I talked about how I lost my virginity because of Lil' Kim. Yep. Yes. Yep. We also talked about how music has inspired our relationship. My twisted reality, yes. Mm. And Junie just couldn't get it out of her head that this girl did yeah, not like no, Beyonce. That was the real talk. Mm. Yeah. And we talked about some high-profile couples. Um, anything else? We want to highlight from last episode. I I smoked too much to <laughs> to remember, but I'm sure it was great. It was great. I remember it the felt great. Was high. Right, that much I I'm aware of. And I would be <laughs> remiss before we really dig into it if I didn't um, remind y'all to give us money. Where's my cup so I can like <laughs> shake it? Anyone of y'all got like some change for me to write? They might around? want you to shake something else for for some. I mean, I can <laughs> if that's what it takes. <laughs> And I know how. But if y'all you know, want us to shake something, we can know, do a quick like thirty second video. We can video. do something. We can do a. Little but you got to give us the money first, right? I'm all for it. I've been practicing too. <laughs> if, you, if you follow me on Instagram, you know I've been getting up every morning. Junie been getting up every morning, inspiring people. You right. may or may not. I've been getting up every morning, twerking oh. and. Shout out to the whole Tommy the Clown crew. Shout out to the whole Chicago footwork crew. That's what I've been doing. Okay. Exercising. And in the then, morning. Yes, yes. And then I come to work and be annoying because I'm like hype. People wow. are looking at you like, why are you so awake? All I care about <laughs> is that my hair is freshly gelled in the morning. Nothing okay. else. Nothing it's else. So yeah, it's looking great. I don't know. I feel like an ash master, but we're going to move on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so speaking of Instagram, um, a big chunk of what we're going to talk about today is around influencers. Yes. And shout out to Hazel the Unicorn because she's the one who sent me this clip a long time ago. This was even before, not that long ago, but before we taped episode five. And it was a post originally by a gentleman named Prince. I hope I'm saying his name right. Prince Ia, it's E-A. So I don't know if that's Ia or E-A. but Prince um, Extra, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> He's a director, I think. But it was reposted by our friend of the show, Mariah Johnson, who's an actor. And it, you will, you know, I'll repost it after today. But basically, he was saying, if you're an influencer and you have this huge following, you're influencing people to do what? Is it about beauty? Is it about cars? Is it about mm. material objects? Mm. And then he said, and this is how he ended it, and it really stuck with me. And if you watch the video, it's like his, his t- intonation, all, everything, very passionate. He said, when people come to your page, do they walk away better or worse? Mm. Mm-hmm. I felt that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people, whether they realize it or not, are agents of doom at this point. <laughs> 
because we are essentially stripping people of their virtues. You know, like what really pissed me off at one point, maybe a year or two ago, was that being fuckless and not having feelings was like trending so mm. hard and mm. no one wanted to express how they were feeling. But then it's like the next phase is the contradiction of keeping it a hundred. So it's like you got people walking around not feeling anything but keeping it a hundred, mm -hmm. just really stripping people of their virtues, you know, um, like vanity is at its highest point now. And it's just I don't know. I just really want to shake the shit out of everybody and be like, put your fucking phone down and pay attention to what technology is doing to us. Yeah, that's like, a really good point. Yeah, like convenience is just what it seems. It's convenience, and convenience breeds complacency, laziness, and all the other unhealthy shit imaginable. Mm -hmm. And I'm just waiting for everybody to catch up. Like, it's it's well, so terrifying. It's sticking out to me, I've been noticing. I wish I could just tell you it's the girls that are the Instagram models or, or the guys. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I've looked at people that I follow. Some are very prominent in business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some are prominent in entertainment. Some, you know, it's... It, it's across the spectrum, mm -hmm. some comedians. Mm -hmm. And what's really bothersome, and it, thankfully it's not most of the people I follow, mm -hmm. but there's a handful that fall in all those, you know, different categories. And mm -hmm. they are starting to be very, um, I don't know if vanity is the right word, but like their stories are basically like, look at what I got. Yeah. I got this free trip to Miami. Very braggadocious. Yep. I'm... Mm. I'm just like, that's okay every now and then, but, like, that's your narrative on your, your story. Like, how, am, how are you thinking about how your audience is taking this? Not it could at be all. kids following you. It could be folks that's, like, waiting to get paid following you. You don't know, and you're not at all <laughs> mm -hmm. thinking about, like, how is this coming across the 35th time I brag about what I'm doing. Like, it's just really, do you just think that people... And Junie and I had to dis this discussion before the podcast because I, I was very adamant. Now I'm remembering um, we I was said, I don't want to be a show where we encourage people to worship us. Right. Mm. Don't care about us. I, I might as well much. not do the show. Right. Like, to me, you inspire people with your craft and also where you can help them. Yeah. You know, if someone's watching your videos, for example, and they're like, hey, I want to kind of do that for myself. Do you have any tips? I mean, you can't do the work for them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, inspire and be helpful. It's exactly. like sometimes I feel like people are even terrified of the next me, you know, like the next one of them that's coming up the pipeline and they don't want to help them. Mm. It they just, just makes rather no sit sense. There just, just like watch me brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me comb these edges. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. You look the same way you did yesterday. Yeah. Somebody have told some of y'all that y'all are cute. I don't know if it was when you were growing up or recently when you came Lord. out of the ugly duckling phase, but you need to get over yourself. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, there was so much in that, Chichi. <laughs> but I will say... I it in. <laughs> Girl, let it out, honey. I feel like Instagram has... It's not just Instagram. I'm, I'm going to just talk about social media. It has made us... Uh, compare ourselves to one another. That's mm -hmm. what it's geared towards, you know? Who has so many likes? Who has more likes than me? Who has more views than me? What are they doing? Okay, let me do it too. Instead of using it as a community builder. And Thank I think, you. okay, I think there's some people, you know, like us, we do positive things. Um, Sometimes. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Yes. We try to tip the scales towards <laughs> but, more positive. <laughs> but, you know, I think that for the most part, if you really ask people at the core, why are you on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people, if they're honest with themselves, it's for self-validation. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Mm. Yeah. It's really at the core. A word. To get on there and have people approve of you and validate your existence mm-hmm. and tell you that you're beautiful because you got 7,000 likes. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, that's how I see it. Yeah. And, you know, on my own journey, it's it's been hard for me. I used to be someone who hated social media. I didn't use it. I didn't want it. People are like, you don't have Instagram? Right. I was like, no, I don't, I don't need Instagram. Like, why? Right. Exactly. But then, you know, over time, I kind of, like, became an Instagram head or whatever. And But it's hard for me to sometimes put my phone down and say, like, it doesn't matter how many views you get. Mm-hmm. Don't get obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. It's okay? it's just, oh, it's so easy to get sucked you in. You can. I yeah. hate it. I hate it so much. Um, for a long time, I didn't have any social media either. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I still, if I could help it, I wouldn't have it. Um, but after a time, people were, like, encouraging me, like, oh, you should yeah. have, like, an Instagram for your art to showcase your art because it's like a portfolio. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah, sure, whatever, fine. (laughs) And then I get it. And, you know, like gradually, like people wanted to collaborate with me or do more things. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. And then I found, like I did before, um, especially with Facebook, that I was using it too frequently. Mm -hmm. And the things that I used to do with my time productively Mm -hmm. started to shift towards all the time that I spent there, I would be on my phone just scrolling aimlessly. Mm. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like, my thumbs are getting stronger and everything else is falling apart. Mm, exactly. um, and, you know, like, as someone that's... I'm the Blanche Devereaux of this group. <laughs> so um, to say it nicely and as cleanly as possible, I've seen behind the curtain of some Instagram personalities. Mm. And a lot of people are definitely playing up what they'd like you to see and not Mm -hmm, who they actually are. Because the people that are, you know, turning up every weekend and doing this and that are probably splitting bottle service 16 ways. (laughs) It's just... eh. Well, I I would say I was an early adopter. Um, My brother, Mike, was... He's a technology crazy person. So... He was on a lot of these platforms before people really were on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was, of course, like, you joined too, you know. So we were, like, one of the first people on Twitter. I had a pretty big following, and then I deleted it for years. I only got back on recently, like, right after we launched um, my personal Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Instagram, I've been on for a while. But honestly, when I first got on, I would say after about a year or so, um, there was a group of us who actually were into photography. Mm-hmm. And we mo- we moved from Instagram to this other app that just got completely deleted um from the app store but we basically formed our own community you know and we like met up and stuff like that so for me it's always been about community i wasn't necessarily anti-social media but right that's how i was using it and i still am floored to this day and i get mad at some of my friends you know who you are and family (laughs) members when something major happens and i do not use facebook right i was in the hospital and then i find out you know because someone else tells me, and I'm like, what the hell? Why didn't you text me? Or, right. Well, I put it on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Allow Facebook to replace 
interaction. Yes. I don't care if I'm on all the apps all the time. Yeah. That is not a replacement for you to pick up the damn phone to tell me if there's some emergency or you're going to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Like, no. I'll never forget someone was sitting right next to me like, oh, have you seen this? I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, right. You don't have Facebook. I'm like, bitch, you could just show it to me. I'm sitting right here. What the hell? What the hell? And and I think because of that, people don't really know how to have conversations anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, if there's an awkward silence, you know, for a moment, or there's right. a pause in a conversation, the first thing that people will do to to soothe themselves is pick up their phone. Yeah, and you I mean, know? if you pay attention to the language we use when discussing these platforms, you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're on medication, like you're on some mm. kind of drug. Mm-hmm. And I've been on it for X amount of time. It's no different from talking about, like, you know, heroin at this point. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's I think some of the yeah. studies have shown that it's a similar um, chemical and biological response when you are you're waiting for likes yep. or mm-hmm. you get the little notification. Yep. And I think I talked about this before. There's time where I take, like, I don't know why it's 48 hours, but it's always, like, 48-hour breaks where I just turn off my notifications. As you should. And I feel so much better because then that allows me to get on with my day, be productive. Yeah. And then when mm-hmm. I feel like it, I'll check in, mm-hmm. you know, and see if someone sent me a message or liked something. Yeah, but... I don't need my phone writing me about anything. That's and right. then if you look at... You know, like the colors that they use. Red. Red, mm-hmm. a sense of urgency. Blue. Mm-hmm. Blue makes you want to stay up yep. and stay on. Um, it's it's dangerous it's shit. It's, it's potent the red shit. Pill and the blue pill. <laughs> Man. Okay. I can't. But on a positive <laughs> note, <laughs> there's one person I think we all in some way, shape, form, or fashion have been inspired by and who literally probably could use her Instagram to just be like, I'm picking my nose right now, everybody tune in. Or I'm wiping my ass and everyone would tune in. But Rihanna has actually um, used her influence in a way that I think has inspired both young and old alike um, with all her enterprises and makeup. And, you know, she's used her voice in a lot of different ways. I've been watching her over the years. She's been doing a lot around education globally. Um, and working with kids in different countries. And more recently, she was in the news because she was tapped to perform at the upcoming Mm. Super Bowl. And she said no. And the reason she said no, because she doesn't agree with the NFL stance um, towards Colin Kaepernick and, you know, everything he's been going through the past couple of years. Um, Just to recap, Colin hasn't played since 2016. And he filed the grievance in November of last year. So um, this time last year against the NFL. Well, I find it awfully convenient that Rihanna is declining to do the Super Bowl now that she is no longer releasing music. (laughs) But in any case, it's for a great cause. Um, And I think it's important that, you know, Everyone acknowledges at this time that the NFL is one of the largest racist institutions that we have mm-hmm. um, just in our nation. Uh, football is, you know, like a deeply, I think, like, what, country-based thing that happens. I'm not really into sports that involve balls, guys. Like, to me, <laughs> boxing is what counts. You know, the real victory is in whooping ass, but um, (laughs) in any case, yeah, like, it's just, you know, like, we hear, 
like just ugh, like the athletic association in general. We've heard like you know basketball coaches and owners mm-hmm. slip up and say something Baseball. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jackie yeah, movie. Like, right. This is all institutional. Extremely. So mm-hmm. um, it's important that that gets highlighted and that gets changed because um, whether we want to admit it or not, you know, we are still very much enslaved. Mm-hmm. And that is just one aspect. It's just that we get paid a little more now. Mm. But when it all comes down to it, if you can't simply oppose the standpoint of someone that you work for respectfully and not suffer for it, there's a lot to be said about it. That's a really good point. Yeah. And Beto, I mean, I don't, I'm in boat in Texas, obviously. Shout out to my family in Texas. Um, someone pointed out to me, they actually sent me a YouTube video. I think it's like three minutes long. Um, if you have ADD or a short attention span um he spoke very eloquently recently about colin kaepernick and he said him kneeling was actually the most american thing he can do yeah Mm. yep but because he's you know i guess nappy that's an (laughs) issue well (laughs) i'm really happy though that rihanna i mean you know is showing that she's part of a community you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like I think that's important for people that are in the public eye mm-hmm. to take a stand. And you know, I talked about you can either be an upstander or a bystander. And in this case, Rihanna was taking a stand in, in the right direction. And, and I'm hoping that more people do that so that things start to change for, you know, for the good, for the better. I think it's yeah. really important when you have the power to use it and yeah. not say like, Oh, you know, I mean, if I do it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. No. Like, I heard dumbass <clears throat> Jermaine Dupree said that um, he feels as though we, sh- like, no one should protest the Super Bowl. And if anything, that would be the perfect time to protest. Um, I don't know if he, he wasn't really specific about it. I don't know if he was like, you know, there should be like a protest during these performances where people will say what they say. Like there's never oh. a right time. Jermaine Dupree is, is putting on for Atlanta. Yeah. Super Bowl's in Atlanta this that's year. What his, <laughs> yeah, that's why he's saying what he's saying. And I mean, I don't know what place he has in it. I don't know if So So Deaf is going to get together and perform. Like you may as well <laughs> since you're saying all this shit. But right. um, I mean, I, I don't know. And then Cardi, like, she's kind of hanging in the balance. Where I was just going to say, the, yeah. pre, the pre-Super um, Bowl Music Festival, which goes on for, like, at least three days, maybe more, um, Cardi is apparently participating, along with some other new school rappers. I don't remember all the names. Mm-hmm. But they're all participating in that pre-Super Bowl festival. So is there a distinction between the Super Bowl Halftime versus taking a stand and not performing at this festival, right. or aren't they all connected? Right. Of course they are. Yeah. So Cardi's um, performing with that, and Maroon Five has hinted because they have that collaboration. Girl, yeah. the girls like me. Mm-hmm. That she, I mean, again, it, they haven't confirmed it, but they've hinted that not only would Car- Cardi um, perform that song, but they want her to have space during the Super Bowl right. halftime show to do some of her own. She her wants own her own well. set. Like she's trying to bargain with them. Um, I don't know what to say about that. Like, you know, I can't tell you how to get your money. If you can live with yourself, if you can sleep at night, knowing that, you know, you basically just gave pretty much 90% of your listeners the finger, that's cool. 
Maroon 5, you sold out, so no one counts you anyway at this point. Um, you guys do all that stupid pop shit that's charting now, so fuck you guys. Do what you want. No one cares. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's a hot mess. I do it's think mess. it's interesting because we're talking about influence. And like you said, Junie, it's important that Rihanna stand up for this. Rihanna herself is a brand. Um, and in the brand world, which I'm a part of, that's been a conversation for the last year. Brands have to start taking a stand. Brands that's can't right. just mm-hmm. sit on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think not just because she's a brand, but because there's so many people and children, quite frankly, that look up to her, that she's just showing, you know, the importance of right. A, taking a stand, B, exactly. using your influence for good, and C, showing these people, whether it's the NFL or the next people that we have a problem with right i'm part of this community she's not even friggin' american y'all she's bayesian as all hell and she's down so right yeah so that's a that's a, a powerful example i think of of using your influence for good what do you not think about remy ma because we talked about Cardi. i don't think about remy ma remy <laughs> remy ma is on state of the culture right a very popular podcast with Joe Budden and um, Scotty Beam. And she said recently that she thought the Cardi-Nikki thing was corny. Remember, Cardi did like 11. I had to sit through all of them. People kept sending them to me. And I was like, for real? Like, at this point, call the girl. Footages? Anyway, she did 11, <laughs> 11 footages? reaction videos oh to Nicki Minaj. And Remy said that, you know, because at the end they were like, okay, let's be positive. Let's just squash it. She thought that was corny, the fact that at the end they were just like, okay, we're, we're cool. Yeah, well, Remy Ma has someone like, what, using a bag for the bathroom for the rest of their life. So I'm not surprised that she feels that way. She has what? She shot that lady in the stomach over oh that money, right. and right. and she's all you know twisted, turned upside down now. So I of course she feels that way. Pregnant, she might be a little. No, of course not. No. no. Okay. So she said that it was corny because she would have liked them to keep going well, she on didn't, with the, she didn't with the she didn't go conflict. that explicit and say they should have beat each other's ass or anything like that. But she was like, you know, y'all did all this, and then it's like, oh, well, what? Corny. I mean, after Sheether, she kind of got shut down with a bar or two. So what can we say about that? She's not continuing her beef. She went down and opened up a pay half somewhere. Like, what are we, what are we talking about right now? What are we talking about, Remy? Like, I don't know. I don't think about that woman. She's ridiculous. <laughs> She's ridiculous. I'm all for not wasting your studio time and, you know, like stalking someone's Foursquare, see where they check in and show up. I'm all for it. But frankly, neither of those two, I mean, I'm sure Cardi would have been about it, but it's just, I think it it's just, just escalated dumb. to a point, and you can tell that night when everything went down. Like, you just had the vibe, like, oh, this is going into an ugly place. Mm-hmm. So I think it just escalated to a point where, you know, both teams or whatever were like, you know, we need to squash this. Of course, there's conspiracy theories that have been saying for a while that all of their beef was, um, you know, constructed and, and to done boost to sales. boost their sales. I'm sure that's why Nikki kept it up, because she's being put out to pasture at this point. You know, the industry is harsh and they're aging her mm. and they're making her obsolete. At least they're trying to. So she's kind of just like clawing. Well, she, just, she just got some accolades for being the first. She'll always get accolades. Was it 100 songs on the Billboard 100 or something like mm. that last week? So I hear the narrative that she's obsolete, but I'm not seeing it in her results. I don't know. 
As long as everyone keeps shading her, it just I don't know. Yeah, but of. the 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 persona, yes, yes, that's been. I just. What do you think, peacekeeper? I'm just like, <laughs> I just I'm happy they are done mm-hmm. because, a, I'm like, why for women if it's a publicity stunt or whatever they're trying to boost their sales? Why does it have to be about conflict? Why can't they do something creative? These are freaking like creative women, and mm-hmm. it, it just it just gets on my nerves that every time, um, women get more popularity in the media, it's because they're like beefing. It's like, is there anything Beefing else? or releasing nudes or nudes are being leaked. Whose nudes were leaked? Who, what? Cardi had some nudes leaked. Re- recently? Like a few months ago, oh, actually. But that's usually wait, when... Know, women... <laughs> wait, 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 what? Google it up. It's out there. It's out there. But you're right. I feel like that's the only time women are popular, yeah. when they're but fighting is, or they're naked. Is it different from, like, Dynasty? and Like, we see this in our popular culture all the time. Yeah, but it speaks to, you know, power. And it's like, women, we are powerful when we are doing it for other people's entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not for ourselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when I see this, I just, as you guys can tell, I get riled up because I'm like, these are two awesome creative women. And the most creative thing they can come up with to boost their sales is to have uh, a conflict, have drama. Come on. <laughs> it's so old. I'm just like. The latest rumor, <sighs> and it's a rumor, is that they are open to collaborate. They should have collaborated oh, already. Well, like well, maybe genuinely. Maybe been playing us the whole time and so that we cuz you know if you there's like the peak and then the maybe this was like the build up and then so we could all be like, "Oh yes, finally they're collaborating." If you're a conspiracy theorist. I mean, I'm not I don't know if 50 Cent that. is out here ready to buy up oh, all of Jaws music. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like Okay. Curtis, <laughs> I did unfollow him recently, but when I saw that, I died laughing. Just the visual of him sitting there with all those empty seats because you're that petty that you bought 200 tickets just to have the empty seat visual. Like, that was hilarious. Too I'm much sorry. money. That Too was much sweet. money. And then Ja Rule with his 50 Cynthia meme. Oh, Yo. God. Hmm. This is what social media has. There, then these are the these are the adults, oh right? Like how gosh. old are they? They're yeah, old. They're old. They're, they're really old. The they're Come at on. retirement age at this point. I can't. I want to talk about a man. <laughs> um, and I'm very near and dear to my heart, even though we don't know each other. Big Sean. Uh, Did you guys see the complex? piece yes. they did um, where he went back to his high school in Detroit, Cast Tech, and there were so many lessons in that video because, like, I watched it the first time and then it was like, oh, my God, that was so cool. And then I went back and watched it and I tried to pretend that I was, like, a student. Oh, my Lord. And there, mm. no, there was so much to unpack there. Like, first of all, I'm going to leave that part for last. Um, when he met Kanye West and he's like not really wanting to hear what Big Sean has to spit or say and he's like well I listen to Last Call like every day I brush my teeth to it whatever and he's like oh okay like you fuck with Last Call let me hear what you got and he just starts spitting bars and he's like taking you through the emotional journey of walking through this radio station hallway Mm -hmm. trying to prove himself his one shot with Kanye and so the bars keep coming and it actually went on for 10 minutes um, and I think also him saying that, you know, he gave him a CD at the end and he was like, if I hadn't treated rap like 
a job since I was 12 years old, I would have never had that CD to give him. It's like the little things that you don't think about. Um, And even the part where he said after he got like signed and he was working by himself, still in Detroit in a studio that looked a lot like this one. Mm -hmm. Um, And Kanye's like either calling him, I think, or texting him, giving him criticism. At no point when he was talking about that, what is it like this negative energy? It was like he was taking the criticism. Mm. So I think especially nowadays where people are looking for like instant success, instant fame, gratification, for someone to really be able to like take you through that emotional journey, the discipline, the working at something, working at a craft since you were 12, and understanding the importance of being able to take criticism. Um, I really, really was inspired. But I've always I've been watching him for years. He's always come back to Detroit, whether it's like giving turkeys away at Thanksgiving or what have you. So um, that just like took it up another notch for me. It's yeah. another great example of someone using their influence in a way that's positive yeah. and powerful. Yeah, I yeah. got a little emotional when he, um, you know, because everyone knows I used to be a teacher. So I taught high school. Um, when he went back to his old high school mm-hmm. and he saw his teacher and, you know, I mean, as a teacher to see one of your students be successful in that way and then come back and like give back to the students. I thought that was really cute. And and I think it's important for young people, like younger people, so like high school students and middle school students to see success. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And see success that is people of color being successful. Um, and, and especially, like, black men. I think that's so important for women to see and for mm-hmm. for young men to see. And um, so just, like, him being there, I thought that was a great experience for the kids. It was funny when he had to run away. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally run away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would have preferred if it was a little bit more intimate, you know, like, I mean, not that it would be possible because, I mean, I'm sure if he were to just walk through the streets, it would mm-hmm. either be like gunshots or mobs of people. <laughs> but um, I got to say, Detroit has been like the birthplace for a lot of talent since mm-hmm. way back when. Right. So shout out to the D. Um, thanks for Danny Brown and all the others. Um I don't particularly care about Big Sean, but, you know, I'm glad you guys enjoyed what you saw. Um, I skimmed over it briefly, and it was cool. You know, I respect the struggle and all that jazz. It's cool. Yeah, Good for you, Big Sean. Cruise. You need to not be afraid to go hard for whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. And, yeah. Um, the thing that I, I think it was towards the end of the video, I think I just got a little excited when he was, like, over the loudspeaker because they didn't know he was in the mm-hmm. office, and mm-hmm. he said, if you guys get your ACT scores up to, like, a certain level, he would be back. I thought that was mm-hmm. really great because then it's cool. like, it's not just, oh, he showed up at our school. There's yeah, an like, incentive. He's going to come back and yeah. Yeah. do better. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was cool. I would have liked, you know, Kimber, Kimber said that it to be more intimate. I would have liked to. Like, go to your childhood home. That's what I was going right. to say. <laughs> I was waiting in the video to, like, see maybe like his mom or so I don't know like someone from his family could talk about how his work ethic when he was like mm-hmm. you know right. 12 starting out yeah right. how he got into it and because something that we don't see a lot and we don't understand and it's it's not just like when you're starting out as an artist or a creative 
you're doing this this art, you also need a lot of support. So yes. I would have liked to learn from like his mom or dad or whomever helped support him get through that. Right. You know, and not lose interest because a lot of kids are super talented, but there's no one there to say, yeah, it's getting hard. Okay, but keep going. Right. And um, and then there's always like that parent that'll see you singing or tap dancing or doing a backflip <laughs> or whatever. And they'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? Go study. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to know. Like, how did he deal with that? Right. And like. Who pushed him? Right. He talked, not in that video, but I know he's talked about his parents before. Even like how they both were supportive after they got divorced. And I don't remember how many years ago, because I've been following him for a long time. Um, when his grandmother passed, he had, a, oh my God, like. I don't know how you could read that tribute without crying. Like it was mm. a, so. I mean, I know she was a big supporter. Mm. Like you said, just having that support system. That's yeah. all I know. Yeah, okay. but I think it's important <laughs> to stress that this doesn't necessarily mean for the youth that a hundred percent of you can be rappers. Mm. Like I think everyone should apply Big Sean's story to their calling and what their calling is. Right. I feel like too many people are aspiring to go viral, to be a video model, to be an Instagram celebrity. Mm. It's only for the few. You know, find your own path and apply that same energy and that same commitment to what your purpose is. Discover what your purpose is. Don't think like, oh, I could be like Big Sean. No, you can't. <laughs> and there's no book that tells you how to be yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you can go to school for 12 years or go to college, and but there's nothing that truly tells you, like, this is how you be yourself. This is how you find your purpose in life, you know? And so I think you make a really good point, Kim, but, like, yeah. that's true. We yeah. all know that as well. I would say also pay attention to your own vibes, like, literally. Yeah. Because sometimes you could be good at something, but that's not necessarily your purpose. Mm. and other, everybody's like oh well you're a good writer but you don't want to write you know maybe yeah. you really get high off of public speaking and writing is a compliment to that or That's something like that nice. pay attention to when you feel I always say when you feel like you know a kid at a playground right <laughs> when you have that same euphoria that's telling you something like oh nice. maybe I should actually pursue this and yes. actually don't deny don't ignore your vibe either i've been guilty of that for the longest time mm. like everyone's been like oh you should do this you should make videos you should be involved in this and i'm like i don't want to be involved in shit i just want to work and and go to sleep and do what i want and you know um for that reason like a lot of talents and attributes that i have have suffered mm. because i've been trying to suppress and ignore it just because of my um, personal things with not liking attention mm. and all of that crap. But, you know, like you just got to give into the universe sometimes. That's how I ended up here. Mm. Right. Because mm. everyone was like, you got to get in front of your brand. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm a producer by trade, by profession. Like, right. Like, I want like to see my name behind. in the credits. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You have to be on camera. And I'm like, Why? And so many of us, <laughs> so many of us, right, we dim our light. Mm. We, we play small because... Sometimes it's more comforting to other people when we don't show our full power. Well, you know, fuck other people them. are more okay with that. And and it's more comfortable for us too. It's more comfortable for me, yes. Yeah. It's you know, very we convenient. Out to lose Cypher because um he and I have been following each other on hip hop scriptures for years. Hey Lou. And he's a trooper because he's following us now at Popping Off Pink and he definitely 
If you're not following him, I don't know what to I'll tell follow you. him now. He's Thanks, Lou. He's hilarious. Like, you, he definitely is not dimming no lights over there, honey. Okay? <laughs> yeah, but that's so important. Yeah. Shine your light. Hmm. So, this is so funny to me. So, hip-hop, we got to pay tribute to some real giants. And I'm, I'm saying, hmm, because I know we talked about them, but it was in a different way on a different episode. We were like, what if there was a female... Wu-Tang, wouldn't that be so dope? And so many people thought that was like such an interesting concept. And one of the reasons is because all of them were individually such powerful MCs. And then mm. to bring nine of them together, right? So we just had a couple anniversaries related to Wu-Tang. One, um, it's been 25 years. That was earlier this week um, since they, their debut album, um, Into the Wu, 36 Chambers. And um, a couple days ago, um, you know, it's the anniversary of ODB passing, so rest in peace. Died like a rock star. Yes, I think this group really set the bar for what's considered, I don't want to say hip-hop group because I want people to be like, well, what about Run DMC? No. For what I would consider, and this is funny, it's not funny, but like Stan Lee just passed, I feel like they're oh. a hip-hop super group. Mm-hmm. They actually defined what a hip hop super group, right? So they were like the nine Justice League of exactly. hip hop. Yeah. So no shade to anyone that came before Wu Tang. I'm saying they're the superhero hip hop group. Yeah. They define that. I don't know if we'll see that again. And damn mm-hmm. sure ain't the Migos. So the, the Migos are like <laughs> ghetto backyardigans, but I love them all the same. I love them all the same. But I okay. So be honest. Like, what is when did you, like, become a Wu-Tang fan, or did you, are they just kind of, like, a passing, you know, you hear them, and it's, like, a vibe with it, or did you really fuck with them? I, I'm, i you know, I'm too young to really yeah, that know. That is not an excuse, Kimber. It there is. There are 19-year-olds who are, like, That's cute. hardcore. That's real all cute. All about, Wu is for the children, also. That's and real cute. I mean, a child, so. Yeah, but... <laughs> You know, I've already established this. My parents were very instrumental in filtering mm-hmm. what I was exposed to. Mm-hmm. And anything I listened to, I had to sneak. And generally, it was not Wu-Tang. However, I'm familiar with the logo. You know, yes, I'm familiar with the... I'm familiar with who they are. Not as individuals. I can't really say I know anything outside of the fact that Wu-Tang ain't none to fuck with. Like, that's the closest. And protect your neck. Yeah, like, I, I guess. You're not doing that today. It's 31 degrees. That's <laughs> so why I got this pink scarf on. I still know. have my jacket on. End up with strep throat. Okay. Oh, my God. This morning was so horrible. I was on my way to work, and then, like, I sit down on the bus, and this, like, jet stream of snot just came oh, like straight I was like oh my god like, what do you do you're just like it's just Whoa. too brutal it's just too brutal like, <clears throat> yeah I just it. sat there like oh <laughs> and just was like fidgety protect your neck man Look at you just it was just a mess I was a mess this weather just oh my god Tony, did you fuck with what time you know honestly I I kind of it was like you described. It was kind of they were in passing for me. Like I would, I was more like, I would hear them on the radio and be like, oh, okay, cool. But I wasn't <laughs> like I an avid Wu Tang, yeah. But I definitely no no knew of Wu Tang. Um, but no, 
I would drink Wu Tang. Like if it was a drink, I'd drink it. Okay. I know Chi Chi is though. Yeah. She's like ready to punch me. I got pages and pages and pages dedicated to Wu Tang. Get into it. On Hip Hop Scriptures, I wrote about Wu Tang and Wakanda after Black Panther came out. I was in love with Method Man as a teenager. So, yeah, I'm like. Very excited because, you know, again, we're talking about influence. That's the theme. Stay on topic, right? right? So they are, I'm not sure if it's directly correlated to the 25-year anniversary. Who knows? But to my delight and surprise, they have done a collaboration with Milk Makeup. Mm-hmm. And if you know me, I'm a fake vegan. So the fact that not only did they do this lipstick collaboration, but it's like 100% That's vegan. Cool. and I just love the gaudy, like, the lipstick tubes. I love how gaudy they are. That gold (laughs) accent just, it speaks to my heart. they have a lipstick called Chi. Like, I don't even know if y'all, like, sending me signals or whatever. It's the universe, for sure. (laughs) It's the universe endorsing you. And shout out to Tiana Taylor. Yes, the video is It was like, (laughs) it was like reminiscent of. I feel like Kill Bill or something. Um, that was really dope, and that definitely they definitely got the right person, right, to do that. Check that out if y'all ain't check it out. Um, and Milk Makeup, you know, if you're listening, there was a girl after we posted about this that was like, um, oh my god, like where can I buy it? I have a screenshot to prove it, and I was like, oh, go here, and this mm. is. She's like, oh my god, thank you so much. So percentages, please and thanks. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't even wear lipstick like that, but I saw the way it was presented, and I was like, ooh. Yeah. But isn't it like 60-some-odd dollars? Yeah, so oh, the one? Indi- here's the thing. I, there's like eight, well, hold up, there's or, eight or a nice lip pack. colors, right? If you, gonna, you can what? either buy the whole set, oh. which I would personally not do, but the whole set for all eight colors is 400 but if you just want one, this is a collector's item. This is not just a lipstick because, you know, whatever. This is a good point. It's $55 for one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, I mean, that's, yeah. I guess what's an extra 20 on top of whatever Sephora and Mac <laughs> is selling, right. right? I don't know. I don't even. It's kind of like when I got the Mariah Carey um, Mac, which I'm still, when I use it, I'm like, this like you dab because I don't want to like mess it up because it has like her face for the oh, Mac bronzer. That's cute. She's so extra. Cute. I know I love her. That's where the butterfly came from. So are you a lamb? Oh, oh my god, you're a that, lamb. That's a whole different show. I'm not gonna even go into Mariah. how much I love Mariah Carey. Like somebody was trying Mariah. to say something the other day and in my face. I was just they was like, oh, I should probably not say. It. I was like, yeah, you shouldn't say it. I love Mariah. Next topic. Shout out to the lambs. <laughs> but you know. It is interesting. I don't know if this is going to be a trend, but I'm going to be just 100% honest. That is not a collaboration, not even just particularly milk makeup, but like any makeup company. Like, I definitely did not see that coming. I think it is smart because they do have some hardcore um, fans and they are all races, all genders, all across the spectrum. So I think it was a smart move. It's definitely interesting. It's cool to be part of like 
the moment, you know, the collector's yeah. item. Mm-hmm. No, um, I thought that was really cool. It's a great way to, like, stay relevant, stay mm-hmm. present, yep. stay current, you know. Marketable awesome. and groundbreaking. Okay. For posers <laughs> and true fans alike. <laughs> really dope. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's in the beauty space. Mm-hmm. It's a big crossover for sure. And so we have lipsticks. We have a lot of things at our disposal. We have Instagram. We got filters. We have bleaching cream. Chow. Oh my mm. god. Oh no, this is in your your space because it's one of your your sisters. Yeah. Miss, mm. is she on reality TV? Yeah. Spice. Spice. Now she didn't bleach. Which I kind of was one of the people in the camp that knew that there was something else afoot. But she presented herself on Instagram as though she had bleached her skin. She had the blonde hair. The blue eyes. The blue eyes. The whole nine. But it was all part of, you know, releasing this black hypocrisy, which I, the concept personally, just because of the way I see the world, I loved for I didn't necessarily, you know, have a, a dog in the fight or an opinion about how her, she executed, but the concept behind the song and the song and the video, I actually was a big fan of. Yeah, yeah I, I that was awesome. Yeah, like, I kind of lived for that because she's already pretty radical as is. Like, she's as slack as she wants to be. You know, all her songs are like, fuck me, my body's awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, that's cool and very expected, you know, as a Jamaican myself i'm very familiar with the dance hall culture so you want to be slack be slack no surprise there but um i like the way she went about it no regard for how anyone might feel or what anyone might think she Mm -hmm. just went straight for it and made her campaign very clear because in jamaica bleaching is like a huge phenomenon Mm -hmm. everyone's obsessed with being lighter for what i don't know because while technology and whatever else has enabled us to recreate ourselves, we cannot help how we were created. And when you try to go against that, you know, adverse things can happen. Yeah. And um, skin bleaching causes discoloration. So you could go from thinking you're about to be light, bright, and whatever else you think to being completely just disfigured. And you would have been fine being as dark as you were before. You know, it results in skin cancer. So you can end up losing your life. All kinds of things happen. So I'm I'm glad that she made it a thing because there was a point where Jamaicans had pride simply because they were Jamaican and black people as a whole had pride just because they were black, no matter what shade they were. And now we've reverted to trying to achieve a standard. I I can't even call it a standard because honestly, I'm not that impressed by the European standard. They don't have anything for me personally, but Mm -hmm. everyone for whatever reason aspires to be, you know, blonde, blue eyed, pale, straight hair. Would you bring up a point that was brought up, um, I think a few months ago on Tumblr, which was you have all these people that, you know, were proud to be whatever color, proud to be Mm -hmm. black, but we morphed from that into this weird culture. And she put, her videos like got the pulse of it, which is, oh my God, I love melanin. Yeah. I love dark skin. Mm-hmm. But like she said in her song, when she appeared lighter, she's like, that's when I, I don't remember the exact lyric, but mm. she's like, that's when you want to come and talk to me. Want to chat? Yep. Yeah. So there was someone that made a post last year. They were like, all these people, especially guys, are talking about, oh, they, they repost the dark women or whatever, but 
in their real life, they like do everything to avoid coming in contact with and, you know, dating someone who looks like that. So we're in this weird culture where it's like, we love it. We just don't fuck with it. Like, we love the melanin, but we just don't really right. fuck with it. Like, I, I love even... it on my phone, but right. not, like, sitting across from me. Type. Yeah, like, yeah again. it's weird. So that was the whole crux to me. That's how I interpret it. Yeah. The black hypocrisy. Mm. And she said in her video, she wrote on the board that black, you know, as an acronym, is beautiful, lovely, attractive, courageous, and kind. I like that. Truth. Truth. I love that. I mean, <laughs> what you laughing at? This is a dark subject Wait, matter. Hold on, why it's I'm not laughing? Funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's just sometimes I laugh when things are really crazy. No, I laugh. I just don't know where to start. Yeah. Mm. Right. So I have to like at least give myself a little laugh so I can <laughs> center yourself. So I can center myself, honey, before I get into this tea. I just. Okay, so I'm the only one with fucked up humor. That much is understood. (laughs) Like, okay, I went to the beauty supply store in my neighborhood. Mm. And there is an entire section, Mm. which is just for skin bleaching products. Oh, my goodness. Really? Yes. And this is not just that one. All of them. Every one that I've been to, you know, where I'm looking for my shea butter or whatever, it's like... I see it every time. Mm-hmm. Just one head turnover, rows and rows. I've seen it. Yes. And okay. are people you, putting you, this all over their body? Or just yeah. Like, yes. yeah. Wow. Like booty and everything. Yep. Just rubbing it. Full okay. coverage. Yep. I'm just trying to picture this. And it's crazy. And the amount of self-hatred that this comes from, the amount of Years as a child, someone must have told you that you are not attractive for you to be able to do that consciously to yourself. Mm -hmm. It just hurts me. It hurts me. It hurts my soul. There was one time, and I'm thankful for that, maybe one or two times. My my whole family doesn't look like me. Um, So my mom is the, the, I would say, in terms of shade, she's like the darkest one in her on her side of the family, um, but she's pretty light skinned And the rest of my mom's family is very, 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 very light, mm-hmm. um, light near white. They say, um, and and you know how black families are. There's a lot of mixing, mm-hmm. and so growing up, I actually made a YouTube video about this on my channel. I talked about how, and I joked about it, but I really thought that I was adopted for a really long time because I'm chocolatey and I didn't look like anyone in my family. And so while I didn't consider that skin bleaching or anything like that, I did consider identifying with my family and not feeling part of my family. And then when I was growing up, I had one of my friends who was actually from Europe, and I don't know if she knew that she was saying it in this way, but she said to me, you know, you would look so much prettier if you were lighter. Bitch, mm-hmm. get out of my face. What? What did and you do? Did you punch her in the mouth? Oh, I think I hung up. Oh, but, okay. <laughs> but you know what? In that one instance, that sat with me for a really yeah. long time. So I'm saying all that to say, for someone to hear things like that constantly, mm-hmm. I can understand how it eats up and eats away at you to the point where you feel like that is something you must resort to 
Do you know that baseball player? Um, oh God, the Sosa. Sammy yeah, Sosa. Uh, yeah, that was he looks awful. Painful to watch. I saw this picture <laughs> of him and yeah. his wife, and I was just like, "Wow." He looks like the clear cornmeal, just weird. off, like, off. But that's what bleaching ugh. does. It strips away your pigment, and when you bleach, like with hair, if you bleach black hair, it's gonna turn that nasty little yellow it's not going to be a definitive shade so you're essentially mutilating yourself for Mm -hmm. one but um it definitely takes me back to the days in school where like you know my sister and I we were lighter than most girls and we had tons of hair and then the ones that had shorter hair and were dark skin they would always be made fun of and they'd always be in the Mm. fights and so it's like kind of an institutionalized thing for mm, sure. Yeah. And um you know, it and then I remember I can't remember the exact name of the documentary, but I will make it a point to find it and send it to um she so she can share the link. Um but it was just about the whole dark skin versus light skin thing when Is that it was Amber Rose was in? No. Okay. Was it These dark- were just regular women discussing their experiences from the dark skin women who admitted to torturing lighter girls out of envy because they had been put down all their mm-hmm. lives. So they were like throwing nair and other girls' oh hair, God. fighting. Um, and then there was one instance where this woman was like in tears when she went to see a friend that um, had a baby. And her friend was basically expressing excitement because her baby wasn't dark. Mm. And that hurt her friend so deeply because her friend was dark, you know, like no. it's just it's just really fucked up for us. And we have like a whole rubber band ball of bullshit that we have to unravel, y'all. Like it's just it's... My, my mom told me this story that um when I was born, mm. my grandma held me mm. and she said to my mom. I've never held a baby this dark before. Oh, shit. <laughs> Grandma, come on. You know, but it's like... But that's a real thing. Oh, okay. So I'll say that one more time. So my my grandmother said... To, my mom told me this story that my grandmother said when I was born and she held me, she said, wow, I've never held a baby this dark before. Ugh. And that was my first kind of welcome to the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like sometimes, like that song was saying... It's our own community mm-hmm. that we hurt each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we pick away at each other. And it comes from, you know, our trauma, our mm-hmm. history. Yes. Yeah. Very deep embedded. Yeah. yeah. It was two things. The fact that I just felt like that song and the whole execute everything, it just really put the mirror on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something else that happened that same week, which also... You know, Spice's thing was an intended hoax, mm-hmm. okay? There was something else that happened along that vein, mm. which was not... I'm rolling my eyes hoax, for those who can't but see. But it was not, you know, it wasn't meant for it to be uncovered. And that was our friend Treasure. Shout out to my cousin. I am Duchess Gold from the West Coast. Hey, Love girl. You. Hey. Um, But this heifer sat up and said, you know, black people are disgusting. I'm white. And it turned into a lot of memes and things. But here's my thing. Have you ever heard a black person say, I'm not going to that doctor. I want an Indian doctor or a white doctor. No black person has time for that shit. They just want to be seen. But I've heard people say that. I mean, it's just like the the doll test where they put the they've done it 50 years apart and had the same. So my thing is she's obviously an idiot and, or maybe she's a genius because it did get her the exposure and apparently she wants to be a model. 
Um, but when we thought she was for real, for real, I saw the hypocrisy in it because it's like y'all say stuff about we say stuff about one another that's very degrading. She's on the extreme of mm-hmm. saying this stuff. Mm-hmm. So instead of focusing on her nonsense, to your point, Junie, this is embedded. This is deep. Yeah. The self-hatred is taught. Like, how about we unpack that? Right. Like, we can make, we make memes all the time, okay? Right. When are we going to unpack what she's really, she's also, to me, was shining a light and putting the mirror in our face. Mm. As ridiculous. I just wanted her was. to get, <laughs> I just wanted her to get a trim. <laughs> that was the first if not only thing I could focus on. And the, her sitting there saying she's not black when she is not only the most stereotypically black girl I've ever seen, from the curling iron bang to the fried, relaxed hair to the hoops to the way that, I mean, she thought she was speaking so eloquently and whatever else. I mean, she clearly didn't rehearse well enough. You know, she's as black as they come. Um from the big lips to the big nose or however you want to call it, whatever notoriously black features she had, she had them all. Um, And she could have been a friggin' model without that platform, Mm -hmm. without embarrassing herself, because now I'll be damned if anyone does anything other than make you shuck and jive for the rest of your life. she studied the cash me out. I never took her seriously to begin with. She studied the cash me outside girl. Her sister, believe it or not, exposed her. I saw that. Mm. Her sister is gorgeous. And so this was all a ploy to get a free trip to Los Angeles to... Yeah, stupid. And her her mother was in on it. Stupid ass mom. Mommy's in on it. Mommy... She did have a white stepfather in real life, I think, or something. Yeah, but that's not an excuse. And the mom should just be kicked into the nearest ditch because that's just that's beyond if you want your child to make it you take her on go sees and get her a trim first and then take her oh on go sees wow. do what you gotta do that was so hard to watch yeah but i don't know i don't know i um i just take so much pride in in being what i am i feel like it's the best damn thing to be i feel like i'm more interesting i feel like i'm more appealing you know i have a lot of pride and like when people say the things that they say about us and the way people treat us internationally as though it's a curse to be black, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I can't help but feel like it stems from envy. A gift and a curse, because it's, it's a curse, but then you're watching everything we do and copying yep, it yeah. and, and honestly, marketing it yeah. and selling mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and honestly, only we can take it. Only we can handle it. And I'm fine with that. You know, one thing I I do want to say, getting back to what you said earlier, it's cute and it's trendy now to be melanated and woke and whatever else. But, you know, like you said, guys will post dark skinned girls on Instagram. But in actuality, they're, you know, they're chasing after the first girl that uses a little bit of adobo or whatever else. Um, And one thing I also noticed is the whole natural hair wave. A lot of people have reverted where they don't. And of course, I mean, I don't really have much to say about how you wear your hair. I change my hair all the time. You do what you feel. And the fact is, um, you know, natural hair is a lot of friggin' work mm, and it costs a yes. lot of money. Yes, 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 yes. So you got to do what you got to do. But um, I do notice that a lot of these people that are pro this and pro that, um, they also tend to kind of downplay, if not avoid, girls with natural hair mm. versus ones that have weaves or relaxed hair. I saw, this is just a personal mm. experience, so take it with a grain of salt. 
I saw someone who started like, you know, hey, post your reactions of who tries to holler at you, you know, what, whether your hair is, because we all change it, you yeah. know, whether you're wearing it natural or you have braids or it's straight or it's a mm. weave. And personally, I have never noticed a difference. Like, no, well, you're one... just sickening, girl. You're just sickening. <laughs> sickening. And she got a rack, y'all. She got a rack. So hey. it only makes sense. It only makes sense that it wouldn't matter what she does. But continue. Hey, maybe. I'm, but I'm just being honest because I thought because like for a, for like three years straight, I just wore my hair natural, like mm-hmm. without getting it straightened or anything. And I got just as many guys of all different flavors trying to holler at me versus the couple of times I wore a weave or wore it straight or wore braids. Like I just was like, but maybe that's the thing. Yeah. But I personally, I think. Maybe there's, you know, it's some overlap. Maybe part of it is like how you're wearing your hair and part of it could be how you feel about yourself when you're wearing your hair. Sorry. Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Because that's always been a thing in my household. Like I celebrate everybody's hair and I've gotten feedback from teachers like, I don't know what you're doing at home, but they are very proud of their hair, their te- hair texture, their complexion. So, yeah, because I, I've said this before, like. Who are raising the kids right. that are now adults that are running away from this, this right? Right. This is right, yes. Including, you know, no shade on any particular family, but I'm just saying, like, it came from somewhere. I have no worries about who my sons are going to find attractive because I always celebrated me. Mm-hmm. I never acted like something was wrong with my hair or my skin or, like, I needed to make it something that it's not. Right. When the So pride, when your mom is like... Yeah proud i'm pretty sure your sons are gonna look for that too right when the pride and like the reality of our situation is instilled in us we'll be better Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes we'll be better off and it all has to go back to the conversations you have at home with your children from the beginning Mm -hmm. my mother always wore her hair natural Mm -hmm. (laughs) i remember one time in my entire life she came to pick me up from after school and her hair was straight and i almost didn't recognize her because i was so used you know i was just like so used to my mom having her big hair and everything and it's like i because that's what i saw and your parents are your introduction Mm -hmm. to you know your love for women your love for men it's like I never thought differently. I always thought, well, yeah, you wear your hair natural. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. There was no question. Yep. <sighs> Love. <laughs> no. Say that one more time, what you said. I think that was, like, worth repeating. Your parents are... Your introduction to... You said the, yeah. how you love men how and how you love, love women. And how you love women. It's true. Your parents first, get it together. Your first relationship, right? Yeah. Let's talk about... Miss Love, Kiara Love. Okay, okay. okay, We've talked about folks that we talked about at the top of the show that we've highlighted that are up and coming. Um, Almost all of them have, like, bodies of work, you know, albums you can look through. This is real (laughs) up and coming because Kiara Love, we found her on Instagram. She has um, about three singles on Spotify or, you know, whatever streaming platform. Mm -hmm. And she has a handful of videos on YouTube. But she's, as of yesterday, to my knowledge, not signed to any particular record label or has any albums coming out or anything like that. Um, But, man, (laughs) I thought it was just me. And then I started reading articles after the fact. It's like consensus. This is real, raw talent. This mm-hmm. is someone literally writing and spitting off the dome or what have you. This is not 
a manufactured gimmick like the girl on Dr. Phil that we were just talking about or some of the ladies that are in the game right now. Mm -hmm. This is not, this is real. I don't know what she's going to morph into because, you know, once the industry gets their hands on you, God help you. But not only is she, like, extremely talented, when you really listen to her songs, she's talking about some real deep shit, like Mm -hmm. domestic abuse and, you know, just things she's had to go through with her parents. She has a couple, like, love songs, but... And she's only 16 years old. Oh, I was wondering how old she 16. was. 16. So she young. looks very young. She looks so young. She looks extremely young. Um, I don't really have patience for um, artists that aren't polished as of yet. So mm. my listening time, it was just like, you know, I was just kind of like, okay, she can rap fabulous. Mm-hmm moved on with my life but all the same um i'd like to see who she becomes after she's been put through the industry when she rises to those ranks of a polished rapper you know like i'd like to see her a little bit more developed um but she's just another person that gives me hope Mm -hmm. for the future because she's young you know she's gonna be receiving the torch from someone soon she kind of reminds me of, like, Young M.A. Yes. She's, like, Young M.A. Junior. That's so right. it's, like, they're kind of creating... Um, I can see that. that. I, I saw can more see like that. Roxanne Shantae. But now that you say Young M.A., I kind of see both. Yeah, like, yeah, visually as well as just her delivery. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not to compare, but... Um, not to compare nor insinuate that she's a lesbian. But um, I feel like she, she, like those two are kind of creating a niche mm-hmm. audience. Mm-hmm. Like they're creating a lane for like, you know, not necessarily the oversexed girly rappers and not necessarily like, you know, like I feel like they're kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. Like they're kind of bringing back that Roxanne, Roxanne Chante, MC Light, that kind of like hardcore delivery. Mm-hmm. That's a really awesome perspective. And she's gotten Thanks. big yeah. ups from Romeo Miller and Moneybag so far, and she recently was featured um, on the Hot 97 blog, so we'll continue to watch her progression. But for now, if you want to check her out, um, her name's Kiera Love. Kiera spelled K-I-E-R-R-A, and her Instagram is Aura, X like X-Man, can like, yes, we can, R-X can on Instagram. Basically Reekin with an X. <laughs> Yes. Okay. What did you think? Like, how did you feel about her? You know, she kind of reminded me of, like, a lot of my students that I, I taught. Aww. And so I love seeing um, teenagers who are excelling in something that they're super passionate about. And when I was watching her videos, I was like, all right. You know, I can see that she has, she's awesome because she's put herself out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to applaud that. But I agree with Kimber. I would love to see her, you know, have mentoring. Right. Yeah. Really get someone in there to work with her because she has the raw talent. That's, That's clear. Right. She's an awesome storyteller, which I always love with her with her lyrics. Um, but I would love to see her get that support, you right. know, so she can really get up there really, like she needs to be. Right. Because she could be a lot more than what she is now. Yeah. And I'd like to see her get there. As I'll say as, that. Yeah. As far as the lyrics, like I think from the different songs or freestyles that she did i would encourage everyone to check out born to die freestyle because she touches on a lot of personal um issues and and like talks a lot about her family 
Um, and then I think it was very interesting the way she flipped the Cardi B song Money into like another story, an mm-hmm. opportunity for storytelling. So Right. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that. Yeah. She um she definitely needs to she needs that support, like you said. Mm-hmm. She needs to be nurtured. She needs to be coached. She just needs to be refined a little bit. I and I'd like to revisit her then. Yeah. I know who could coach her. What? I know who could coach her. Who? Hmm. I feel like we talk about her every episode, and that's a good thing. Missy Elliott, okay, is now the first woman in hip-hop that's been nominated for the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Yay! That's nothing to, you know, snub. To qualify, you have to have published songs for at least two decades. Now, she's the first woman in hip-hop, the only other folks in hip-hop so far, you mentioned him earlier, have <laughs> mm-hmm. been Jermaine Dupree and uh, Jay-Z. So uh. just so, you know, obviously Missy wrote probably almost all of her songs, but for the youngins in the room, <laughs> she also wrote, I mean, this is not even everybody. These are just the big names that I pulled out. Aaliyah, Destiny's Child, Whitney Houston. That's amazing. Really? Right. I Janet remember Jackson. her being on that new that I newer album that. with Whitney. Janet Jackson and Mary J. Blige. Yeah. So definitely want to um, keep bigging up all the... Shout out, Missy. Missy and we all the you. amazing women that are making moves. Yeah, it's about want, fucking time. Yeah. And she got some music she's working on with Tim. So I know whatever that is, I'm, it's going to be amazing. I love Missy right. Elliott. I do want to go back to a point we touched on earlier, which was hypocrisy. So now I'm about to put our asses in the frying pan. Let's do it. Your personal hypocrisy, you mm. know, because we all love to tell stories. Mm-hmm. And when you tell whoever you tell the story to, they're like, oh, man, that was so messed up. What? Then what happened? Mm. Oh, my God. Like, it's crazy that you had to deal with that. But when were you the crazy person that somebody else had to deal with? Oh, my when God. Are, were when you was the I bad Right. It's somebody telling a story right now about your ass. Oh, my God. I was so ridiculous. Mm, Look at them. Look at the body shifting, y'all. I'm not shifting at all. If anything, I'm standing up in my shit. That's what I'm shifting for. Stand up in it. Uh, You want to go first? (laughs) I have have stories. I'll go after you. I've thrown a roll of quarters at somebody. Ooh, oh my. some good quarters for the laundry. Yeah, quarters for. Yeah, I like. I've I've been that person that will grab anything I can find. And of course, these were in my younger years when you know I had like those Motown tracks playing in my head <laughs> while I was like you know all brokenhearted and upset about something or. You know, just trying to create or force a situation that I thought I could have just mm. because I wanted it. You know, like at that point in my life, I wasn't really um, in tune with um, like just my spirituality. Mm. Um, I just had an understanding that I could manipulate certain things and that I had certain advantages. So for a lot of my younger years, um, in relationships, I was the violent person. I was the manipulative person. I was the person that would, you know, show up at your house drunk in the middle of the night, 
threatening to wake up your whole house if I had to. Like, I've been that person. Mm. Um, And that's just how I am. Like, I'm I'm a Sag. (laughs) So... Y'all, oh, y'all feel right. me it's like fire, fiery. Um, and I've never tried to curtail it, but um, you know, yeah. I mean, I've been that person. I've been the bad person. I've been the person that's just broken up with someone just cause, just cause I was bored. I've been the person that's dated somebody to get back at somebody else just cause I knew I could. I, I've done it. I've done it you all. You really are the Blanche Devereaux. Yeah, <laughs> like I was, you know, I've been that person. I've been the telenovela mommy. <laughs> And um, I'm proud to announce that I'm reformed. You know, I'm saved. I'm in a, saved. In a, okay. I'm in a healthy relationship while That's I'm still good. crazy at times. But thankfully, he's just as crazy as I am. So that works out. <laughs> that good. checks out. But, um, yeah, I've been that person. I've been that person. I've laid hands. I've laid hands. I've broken things. I've turned parents' homes upside down. I've oh done my. it. Okay. Ooh. I mean, relationships can bring that out of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're so vulnerable mm-hmm. and it's like uncomfortable that you have to act out. Sometimes you're like, no, you can't get that deep with me. Right. You know? Or yeah. you can't just like roll over on me like I didn't give you my soul. Right. Like you owe me. Like I'm going to get some kind of respect out of this shit. Like, like there's just no way, you know, there's just no way. And then I've just been the asshole too. I've been the person that's just like, been like okay like i'm done with you now and just Mm. crumble them up and toss them to the side i've done it i've been like super selfish in relationships because i was really scared of getting hurt Mm -hmm. so i have cheated you know like i have done things that i'm not proud of but that was you know we talked about earlier playing small it's like sometimes when you are trying to protect yourself you do things that are very hurtful to other people because you rather be hurtful to someone else than to get yourself hurt, you know? And so, as, as Kimmer said, I've learned a lot from right. those situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, in one of my speeches recently, I talked about I thought I was a good relationshipper. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, me too. Like, thought, I'm the one for everyone. Yeah. I used to say that I was all like, the time. What do you mean? Like, yes. <laughs> I'm so cute and like I'm right. so nice. And What's like, not to love, motherfucker? Okay. Like, come on now. <laughs> but because I thought that way about myself, I use that as a justification yes. to not be a good person. Oh my wow. goodness. Okay. Because I thought I could be that way yes. because of my good looks and mm-hmm. like you know my cocky attitude at the time which was really insecurity mm-hmm. let's keep that real but um you know thankfully now i'm in a really beautiful healthy relationship <laughs> <laughs> of three years and it's great so but you know i think we have to go through that yes yeah we have to go through the dark times whether that's in your relationship with other people your relationship with yourself so that you can evolve so yep. that you can evolve and grow and share and mm. you know someone else can be hearing this and be like oh teach yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like you're not the only one who's gone through that and it's like we've all made mistakes you know we've all unfortunately whether we intended to or not right i definitely intended to, right? most of the time i intended to right but it's like we do these things and you can look back like there's certain things that i've done to people like to this day that i'm still healing from that i still feel bad about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can't go back because it's like... What you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'll tell y'all a secret. Casualty. Well, I really thought about this in. question. Um, I knew what I was going to talk about. There's a couple of different examples, but there was one particular instance that I had to, it kept messing with me because it's like I knew I was wrong, but I hadn't really unpacked why I was wrong yeah. in that situation. Um, it wasn't just that I let go of somebody and that I did it in a manner that was just awful um, over text. But it wasn't just the fact that it was over text. It was like what I said was the way I said it. Everything was just very gruff about it. Um, it was the fact that this person actually treated me the way you should treat someone. Yeah. Talk about it. And I didn't realize that every relationship before that and even one relationship after that, thank God only one, um, <laughs> I have been basically replaying the trauma yes. from my childhood of having like this not, you know, low self-worth, basically, even though on the outside, to your point, Junior, I was very cocky. I was just like, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> like, what's not to love? Titties, I got my own titties. shit. <laughs> Never the titties. They were implied. Oh. <laughs> but no, seriously, I was like, damn, like I really finally mm. got to the, I always felt bad about it. Mm-hmm. I always reflected about it. I apologized profusely for months yeah. before he would even talk to me again. But, I didn't really, until recently, understand why. Like, Libras love knowing I'm a Libra. The motivations behind what people do, including ourselves. Even though it's always coming from left field with Libras. (laughs) Speaking of left field, the other thing I'll share really quickly. In college, and if you went to school with me, you know this story. God, there's a couple of them, but I'm going to pick one. Because I was on a little trend there. I called every member of the basketball team. And back then, you knew the next room number because it was like two digits off. And I was in this like very sec, what I thought was a sexy voice. And I was like, I use a different persona. Like, I think my name was Amber or something and whatever. And I was like, meet me. <laughs> at this. But see, I was so fucked up that where I was telling them to meet me, I could see it. I could see the space outside of my boyfriend's room. He was sitting there the whole time laughing. Mm. So we watched, and I was like, meet me. I think it was, like, ridiculous hour. Like, meet me at 1 in the morning, and then you'll see me, and, you know, we could do this and that. And to watch all of them show up. Oh, my God. God. I was a bit of a prankster. Maybe I'll tell y'all about the other one later, but... On another episode. But <laughs> that, like, went, there was two, but that was one of them. That went down in, like, our school wow. history as, like, one of the biggest pranks. And at the end of the day, shout out to the basketball team because they, they all wanted to kill me. But also, they all took it in good stride. Like, when they saw each other, they just started laughing like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well before Ashton Kutcher, the they got punked. First. Wow. They got real. punked. But Damn. I'm, thank you guys for sharing yeah, it's no problem. Stories. I share mine, and I hope he's not listening. Share yours, listeners. Yeah, share yours. We want to hear from you guys. <laughs> Leave your but, but your bef- your fuckery in the comments. <laughs> before we before we like leave this topic, I just Chichi, you brought something up that's really important. Mm-hmm. You talked about you were sort of replaying the same kind of trauma, right? And I just want to remind our listeners and just for ourselves, it's like we gravitate towards things that are familiar to Ugh, us, Lord, but it doesn't mean it. that it's healthy. <laughs> yep. And I just want to stress talk that. Talk about it. And I, you know, not back to, you know, Kim, we're going to say I'm crazy, but to dig a little deeper, there's something, we have like five, I think, different types of brainwaves. And from the time you're born until you're around six years old, 
there's something called your theta mm-hmm. brainwave. And anything that you experience, now on a positive note, that's a good time for you to be learning other languages. That's why. Because right. anything that you experience, observe, or, or whatever during that time period, it's basically like the puppet master mm. as you get older. Until you go through mm. things like therapy and unpacking and like delving into your spirituality, you don't even know. All the crazy shit that you're doing is based on what was dumped into your brain between zero and six years old. So, so check yeah. that out I if mean, you're interested. I remember, unfortunately, there's a lot of my childhood that I remember that I wish I could forget dating way 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 back like to that time in kindergarten where I like took my shirt off and I was running around the lunchroom (laughs) like I've been nuts so I I definitely have to attest to that there's some truth there for sure all right um I feel really good about all the different ways that we talked about influence Mm -hmm. because even what we just talked about now is Showing how we all have been influenced yeah. by our childhood. Yeah. Um, mm. But to shake that off, you know, I think all of us have some element. You have to have some element of child, childlike manner to be a creative. You do. So catch us at Girl Game Night. Yes. Girl yes, Game on Night. Sunday. Yes. Sunday. I'm about to whip some ass. I don't know what games are going to be there, but y'all better hope that they don't have laser tag. I saw they had, like, My Hero Academia. Like, (laughs) is that the theme? Is that the theme? My Hero Academia? Like, some kind of anime. Child, we'll see. (laughs) We're about to find out. But if y'all... We'll have some footage for y'all afterwards. Yeah. After I whip their ass and everything. Um, (laughs) I mean, you just might. I'm not the... I'm the house cat. I'm not remotely... You're not competitive? I'm competitive as hell. Like, I'm always the one screaming on, uh, at, on Christmas when we're playing games. I'm always the one drunk and screaming oh about the word games and such. But <laughs> I love those kind of games. Like yeah. Board games. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Chichi's like, no. Well, I it, like contact. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, no. Damn tomboy. Like, I'm the type of person I used to play knockout and all them crazy with a group of dudes oh and then I would get God. so mad I'm like let's just fight for real and they're like what is wrong with you <laughs> like it's a video game like calm down no I used to love video games I'm not gonna lie you guys remember Sega I still Sega? love video games yes. I'm Genesis. too young for Sega but they Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> <laughs> I still see my sister with the controller playing Mario, and like every time it jumps, she's like doing. I'm like, that's not. I used to move my. To move I your... used to move my whole arm and kick my leg up. You know when wow. you playing with the, with the remote with the control. You was doing the block boy. And and you just, <laughs> and you really into it, so you're like, oh, you right. kick your leg. You guys can't see what I'm. So doing. you invented <laughs> Wii essentially. Yes. Okay, well that's cool. I don't know. Oh. At this point, my video games will always be anything with guns, anything with cars, and Sims. I'm going to post in our story. Y'all better stop playing with us. I want to know your bad guy or bad girl story. Yeah, when leave we, it in the somebody comments. Because t- somebody's telling that story about the quarters right now. <laughs> somebody oh. maybe telling my bad stories. Telling, talking about this girl, Junie. Oh my God. Like she was so fine, much, but she was so much crazy. Yeah. Somebody sitting down right now telling our bad stories because we put it out in the universe. So, yeah, there's some people I wouldn't our... necessarily want to run into. <laughs> okay. But if we there's should, some it I'm is be what avoiding it is. During Thanksgiving, when I come home for sh- to Chicago. Oop, Thanksgiving is next week. Yeah. Wow. Some yep. of y'all getting ghosted. I'm going to just tell you that right now. <laughs> You're going to see it on my story. Oh, she's. I'm, 
I'm ghosting you. Yeah. I'm just being real. Thank you, my beautiful co-host, for another awesome show. And thank you, fabulous lady. We'll see y'all next. You'll hear us next time. Hopefully, you'll see us next With time. With the lyric, yeah, like. Soon. Oh my god, yo! I'm okay. Now I'm the bad guy again. <laughs> Add this to the list. Junie is about to inspire I'm us. I'm about lyric. to snap a short lyric. All right, it's real hit us short. with it. I wonder if you guys could guess what it is. Oh my god! Okay, okay. Like I'm gonna sit out. I'm gonna sit this one out. If I say it, I'm not gonna try to say it the way she said it. <laughs> now, why are you gritting your teeth? Frustration, baby. You got to breathe. Take a lot more than you to get rid of me. You see, I do what they can't do. I just do me. Oh, okay. Mm. That's a couple people that popped in my head. Come on, I don't you any come of them on. Are for, like, Give me person. like two guesses who that is. Now, if you did it more like the song. Oh, you know who it is. I would know for sure. But Jill Scott? I wouldn't even give Jill Scott no. that. Erica? Ew. Janelle? Is it like, is, 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 is it an Eve? Is that Eve? Is it Eve? Yeah. Okay. I thought she, she so. Was good. I Her thought so. Like, remember she's like, so why you get gr- yeah. yeah. frustration, baby? You got from? to breathe. Let me blow your mind. Yeah, I thought I recognized. Let me blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I was about to shake something y'all, but you didn't give me no money yet. Oh, my Lord. Uh, but I like that line. I mean, I like those lines because it's like, it's Sorry. like, you know, I do what they can't do. I just do me. And yeah, everybody right. who's listening, everybody who's watching, remember when, you know, we were talking about social media before mm-hmm. and how it teaches you to validate yourself and could compare yourself to other people. Remember. You do what they can't do. You just do you. No one else can do you but you. Exactly. And the world is all the more better for it because you have something to contribute. You know, we're all just one big patchwork quilt. And unfortunately, there are some of you I'd rather not be sewn to. (laughs) But we're all in this together. That's Um, right. We're all in this together. We are a community. Yep. Um, I want to wish everyone a happy family day. You know, I fuck like the turkey. Yeah, I don't. And just to let y'all know, we are not shutting down just yet. We are shutting down soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're gonna squeeze two more episodes out of us. So we'll see you the week after Thanksgiving, and then. Yep. Junie got some exciting shit going on that we'll share next time. <laughs> so we'll see you a week after that, and then yep. we will take our little holiday break. Um, so if you're new, you better catch up over the holidays. Mm-hmm, and write mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. I Ask know us y'all questions. don't have anything better to do. Don't send us inappropriate pictures. You could send us inappropriate <laughs> stuff. I like questions. Because I would love to no. just, like, rip some people <laughs> to shreds. I'd like that to happen. I welcome it. I welcome the chaos. Oh, my God. Spice up our lives. Yes. Spice up your life. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're signing off. Peace and love and all that. And hair grease and late edges. Bye, hoes. <laughs> Much love. <laughs>